Welcome to episode 16 of the PFS Power Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Rob, and today we are delighted to be joined by Tamsin Kane. Tamsin is Director of Financial Planning at Smart Financial and Smart Divorce, as well as being a trainer at the Financial Planning Training Academy. Tamsin is a panel member of the PFS and is hosting the month of October on building a brand, so we're really excited to speak to Tamsin today. Tamsin, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. We're really, really looking forward to this one. And uh, yeah, you're a busy lady. So why don't you start off by telling us about how it all started for you in the world of finance, how you got into this? Oh, well, <laughs> I was a, a really long time ago. So, um, yeah, we're going back to 1999. Oh, I feel really old now. <laughs> so uh, I left university not in 1999, before that. Um, didn't get a great degree, didn't work hard enough um, at uni, was having far too much fun and working in a bar, which I loved. Um, so yeah, I left university with not great degree and uh, started running pubs, um, which which was fine, but, but very unsociable hours. Um, so me and my now ex-husband bought a house and arranged our mortgage with a lovely lady in um, one of the estate agents and I was like hmm that seems to be the sort of job that you're involved with people and maybe is involved in a bit of numbers maybe that might be the the way forward for me so I asked her how she got into it and she told me all about the financial planning certificate so I put myself through college uh, Stockport College which is not so far away from here and Got my first qualification very quickly afterwards got um got a job working as a estate agency based mortgage advisor so yeah that was where it all started way back i think got my first job in 2000 so yeah a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> awesome and if we're focusing on sort of smart financial and smart divorce are you right to just tell us a little bit more about these companies and what and what you do there yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so I joined um, Smart Financial in January 2015. So, yeah, nearly six years have been there now. Um, and I'd known Steve Martin, who's our CEO, for quite a long time. He was um, he he was kind of quite well known planner re- locally, and he the way he talked about what he did for clients just really kind of fired my soul and was really what I wanted to do the way I wanted to work. I didn't want to be a product salesperson. Um, and so he um, he basically said, oh, uh, I, I just moved companies. And he was like, oh, well, um, you sure you don't want to come and work for me? And I was like, mm, yes, I do. I've always wanted to come and work for you. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, my interview was the most bizarre interview ever. Um, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, but um, they'd had an office opening party the day before. So I started my interview by helping them clear up while they went to Fort Baker. Kind of went off from there, really. Um, so, yeah, Smart Financial, we help um, owner managers and business executives, uh, senior executives in companies, and um, work out what they want from their lives um, and figure out how we can help them to get it. And, and, at Smart Divorce, we help people to figure out their financial settlements and hopefully help them to separate and divorce amicably so there's not a big court fight and they don't end up paying 
huge amounts to uh, lawyers and barristers. Good stuff. And um, just on the smart divorce and, and smart financial. So are they two separate companies or is it is just a different brand from one to the other? Yeah, smart divorce is is, is a brand um, part of, of smart smart financial is the overall kind of big parent company. Um, when we started smart divorce, we wanted because we we talk slightly different language we're talking a, to a different group of people we wanted to set up a separate website that that had a lot of information that I found it really difficult to find when I was going through divorce so we wanted to cover a really broad um, spectrum of issues that people might have so um, there are blogs on there covering taking your kids on holiday for the first time as a single parent um, starting to date for the first time when you've not even well, probably met your first um, partner in a pub or something and it's like what on earth do I do with this online online dating swiping nonsense that, <laughs> that you guys are probably quite used to and for me it's like completely alien and <laughs> um, so yeah that was that was the idea of kind of separating the two the two brands out a little bit. Why was um why was Smart Divorce uh, set up uh, initially was it presumably were you working with a lot of um clients going through that that sort of transition no I, I'd work with a few um, I think it was more um, based on personal experience really because um, in couples yeah I don't know if you guys have found this yourselves but in couples there tends to be one person who's like the money person and then the other person who kind of takes a step back perhaps doesn't really get involved doesn't really know what's going on um, and if sort of struck me that that person must have even more fear when they're going through a divorce than than you, you do kind of as a natural fact of going through divorce so I'd always found I found it relatively easy to figure the finances out because which is my job you know and I had all the tools and skills and techniques um, at my fingertips my ex-husband still calls me now and says I've got to make this decision about my pension can you help or I need to apply for a mortgage can you help so um it was a question that yeah well, you know we're doing this amazing work and actually there's a whole huge group of people that we could really be helping and kind of let's crack on and um and see what we can do if you talk to it's something that David Scarlett said to me a really long time ago <laughs> I feel like I'm name dropping a bit but um but he was talking about finding your niche um, and he does some really brilliant work around this. And he was like, well, who do you work really, really well with? And if you've got a group of people that you can really empathize with, I thought, well, yeah, that that's got to be that's got to be the right way to go. So, yeah, we started Smart Force in 2018 and it's um, it's flying at the minute. That's good. I was going to ask you how successful it's been, because I think sometimes when we talk about niches or niches and you you kind of go from this real kind of broad spectrum of maybe like just general practice financial planning you feel like you're narrowing that and there's perhaps the fear of oh what if I, I narrow it too much I'm not going to be able you the kind of the quantity is not going to be there how have you found it and what success kind of what success have you had with Smart Divorce since? I think it's been I'm not I'm not going to go oh yeah day one we launched February 2018 and we were you know, books were full on day two. They weren't, uh, not in the slightest. It's been a real labour of love for me because it's something that I felt really strongly and really passionately about. 
Um, but it it takes time to build a niche because it takes time to be known for something. But I think the more the more you talk about what it is that you do, what you care about, and and you know, and authentically um talk about it, I think the more you get known for for that one thing. Um there's a, a guy locally um called Andrew Thorpe. He's he's written a blog for October <clears throat> actually for um for power, so it'll be um it'll be on the site soon. But but Andrew talks about one word equity. Um so be so your name is synonymous with one thing and that thing when people think of it, they think of you. Um and that that kind of one word equity thing is kind of stuck in my head. It's like right well I want to be known for doing divorce and when the people who know me and my network think of divorce they think oh you need to go and talk to Tamsin um so yeah I think it's getting to that stage but that doesn't happen overnight you know if you think about just becoming a financial planner how long did it take before all your network knew that that's what you did and what that actually means and that takes you know that takes time in itself so yes it's hard work and it's not an overnight you know don't expect to go oh I think I'll niche into whatever and and yeah. you know you have a stream of people queuing up outside your door because yeah it's no it's hard work it's an interesting point of view because I think a lot of people like Rob said earlier think that you shouldn't sort of narrow your stance you should be doing everything across the board when actually sometimes it might be more beneficial like you say to help the people that maybe you empathize with and I guess that's no you're pushing that even further and you just really in the process of releasing a book yes oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 we've just written a book um I got the proof copies on uh on Saturday I picked them up from the publisher I'm so excited um hopefully it'll launch well the official launch date currently is the first of October uh, first of November so We'll see. We might be bringing that forward, but um, yeah, we've got our first pre-orders in already, so it's Amazing. very exciting. <laughs> Great stuff. And what's the book? Is that kind of similar to sort of the blog post and things like that? Is it is it is it more specific and tailored advice, or is it is it more for people who are perhaps going through divorce that know someone else that's going through it and they say, hey, read this book, you'll get a load out of this? What's the? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's called Your Divorce Handbook. It's what you do next that counts. And it's re- it's a collaboration. Um, so there's myself, there's a counsellor hypnotherapist, a couple of lawyers, a mediator and a mortgage advisor. So there's a couple of chapters on each on each topic. So it's basically from day one, you decide to separate or somebody decides on your behalf that you're separating. Um, and it's it's kind of the journey through from from day one, getting the emotional support, getting getting your head right um, through mediation, through the legal process, how that all works, through getting mortgages, moving house if that's necessary, sorting your finances out and some of the things that you want to think about when it comes to that. Um, and then onwards to the, to the future and kind of designing your new chapter. Because um, for all the negative points that divorce has got, it's got masses of positives as well, because suddenly you are completely free to make your own decisions and design your own new life without having to compromise, without having to do, you know, something slightly differently because your partner wants to do something else. So you're kind of, um, yeah, the world's your oyster. So I think it, you can, if you can come out with a positive mindset, it's it's really uh, it's really a good thing. Um, and then we end with the with the counselor just giving some positive 
um, thoughts on on moving forward emotionally as well and onto onto dating and onto um, having a new life, maybe different friends and and so on. So yeah, yeah, really excited about it. So I, yeah, I think it's I hope it's a book that you would buy for a mate who's going through it or um, suggest you make where it reads. Yeah, that's the that's the idea. How did it? How did if you don't mind us asking, how did it come around? Did you was it one of your goals that you wanted to write? a book on it or is it something that was brought up as an idea from speaking to different people that you work with no it was it was my idea because I am a glutton for punishment and I obviously have not <laughs> off work <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I don't know it's I sort of thought it might um it might be a good idea there's lots of people who need help out there there are not they can't all necessarily afford um our help um, they don't necessarily know what they don't know. So even if they can afford our help, they might not. They might think that they've got an idea of how it all works already. And I just think this is this is a starting point. And for some people, it'll be all they need. But for other people, it'll be a ah. Now I need. Now I know why I need to go and get some help. So um, yeah. So I I pulled together this uh, team of people who are all pretty local to to me we've been working together we have a Facebook group that we've been working together on for uh, since January last year so thought oh well we'll have a book <laughs> why not why not we'll get published author on the list as, as long as for sort of coach director all that on there as well why not <laughs> and uh, why not? yeah why not on, on brandy I mean the Obviously, that's going to help your personal brand as well. But, you know, the, becoming that name synonymous with, you know, I need help with divorce. I speak with Tamsin. So that, that again, kind of leading quite nicely onto branding. You're hosting the month of October for the PFS. So what can listeners, viewers, what, what can they expect and what sort of things are you going to be doing in October? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it, actually. So um, it's something... Because I think I was originally going to be doing like March or something. So it's been in my my head. Um, it was kind of the sorts of things that I wanted to to include for quite a long time. Um, so we've got um, we've got a number of people coming to talk about about their own brands and how they've developed their brands um, in a in a kind of group. I don't want to call it a panel, but like a discussion. Um, with Alistair towards the end of the month, we're going to be running a workshop with some. Um, some marketing type branding so um stuff to do that all kind of do it as you go along sort of things so really practical session which I'm, I'm really excited about um we've got a couple of people coming in to talk to you guys which is uh which is fantastic who have been uh, building their own amazing brands so that's really great and um, we've got some fantastic blogs so Andrew Thorpe is um he's a storytelling coach so he's he's written us a blog about that um, Lottie Kent's written us a blog about niching so she works in a similar area to me um, with forcing people so she's written all about that so yeah lots going on in October about kind of marketing and branding yourself and not I hope it doesn't feel that it's only accessible by business owners because I think I mean you guys will know as well you know you can you can build your own personal brand within a business as long as your business is prepared for and happy for you to do that and I think that's really important to kind of get your own name out there even if it's not your own business there's still plenty of opportunities for brand building yourself as well why do you think it's um 
what, what do you see of the obviously someone that's built their or is building their brand why do you think it's important for other financial advisors to build their brand maybe for some people that are thinking sort of why do I need to do that if that makes sense I think I mean maybe 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 other people don't think it's important to me it, it was really important to stand up and be known myself for what for what I do and for people to come to me not just for the great name of smart but also knowing what I was going to do um on an individual level as well um and I think it's not done smart any harm either having you know both myself and Steve are pretty well known for for what we do um maybe that's why I think it's important because it's always been kind of part of the of the sort of uh, the smart ethos I guess um to get your name out there and and shout about who you are yeah that's good and then we mentioned already event just at the start around that your coach at the, the financial planning training academy both scott and i have been through that i think it's brilliant it's a great tool loads of people kind of get so much from that just tell us a bit for our listeners who perhaps haven't been on that what that is and, and what your role is as coach at that academy yeah i better be really careful i haven't done a huge amount for for um, the training academy this year, it's really um, it's it's really Steve Martin and, uh, and Damien Rylett's um, baby. Um, I think I was the poster girl when it first when it was first dreamt up, um, because I'd find it really really difficult to move from being a transactional financial advisor into the world of financial planning. And however much I absolutely loved the idea of it, and it was completely in line with my values, I found it really difficult to actually go about doing it um and it took hundreds of hours of role plays you guys will know how painful it is um, and kind of practice sessions and um and steve sort of figured well if tamsin's finding it this difficult you know she came in as a chartered financial planner house or already had the certified qualification you know I wasn't brand new to to all of this and I found it really really difficult and I think he thought well if she finds it hard there's got to be other people out there who are who are finding it hard too so um they set up the training academy to help people there's a, a wonderful series of podcasts um Steve and Damien particularly Steve run regular um sessions on various different aspects of financial planning which are are absolutely brilliant um my role at the minute is um is I've done a few sessions on on getting involved in divorce um, arena, how to get involved, what to do, um, and how to know when not to do the uh, the work and pass it on to somebody who um, who's a specialist already, rather than uh, rather than sort of fiddle your way around it. Because these guys have one opportunity to get divorced and one chance to get it right, and they can't afford for you to get it wrong. So, yeah. Times and do you remember watching me? Do my first role plays. <laughs> is he good or I not? Do. No, I was terrible. <laughs> Still is. Say, client confidentiality and all that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can vouch for it. It's definitely a useful thing to do if anyone's thinking about getting into financial plan or equally moving from sort of what we always classify as traditional financial planning to lifestyle financial plans so anyone that's listening should definitely worthwhile having a look at that yeah absolutely i think the, the the thing for us about it is that it's really practical it's not just sitting and listening to somebody talk to you about the theory you know it is getting involved it is scary role plays um with 
with one of us watching. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you know, that's the best way to learn. It's it's a safe environment to to make mistakes and you're not, you know, you're not risking losing a fee where you do it in real life with real people, then then there's more much more at stake. Um and well, I was gonna say we're not judgmental. We are judgmental, but that's our job. Our job is to be judgmental and hopefully make you better. So yeah, definitely. And PFS Power, as you know, as a panel member, is all about sharing and collaborating as well as shining a positive light on those that are affecting change in this space. So you've already mentioned a couple of people there, but is there anyone or any, you know, any person or, or, or company or brand specifically that you want to give a special shout out to that's helped you on your journey or, or you see that is doing great work at the minute? Do you know, the list is so incredibly long of people who are doing amazing amazing work in in our space and I think I think we're really privileged and really lucky um you know the the whole of the power panel and previous members of the power panel who've kind of moved on are all you know we're all doing great work um I think I, I get shouted at for this but um I think like some of the women who are involved in financial planning at the moment is it, it, doing some amazing things um and you know it's really exciting to be to be female in this space, um, which sounds like an odd thing to say, but if you think about when I got into financial planning, however many millions of years ago, I'd go to a um, PFS conference and I'd be one of like three women in the room with a lot of middle-aged guys. And and I'm really delighted to say that that's not the case anymore. Um, and maybe I'm moving in slightly different circles, but I don't think so. I think there, there are. It's a great job for women to be involved in. It's a brilliant career. It can be incredibly flexible. Um, and whilst we're not quite there on equality, kind of getting there. And there are some, there are some brilliant people doing a lot to to push us forward. Um, you know, Ruth Durkees, Tina Weeks have been, you know, really influential in, in my journey. Catherine Morgan's doing amazing stuff. Charlotte Wood is kind of really probably um, the loudest voice in that space at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, loads of loads of people. I should shout out to Tina, uh, Fiona Sharp as well, because Fiona's, um, uh, she's a divorce specialist, financial planner, and she's been absolutely incredible in my journey of, um, of getting into the divorce space she's been really really supportive um i think that's the thing about the financial planning space is that it's not competitive in that we're not like all trying to beat each other out of the way we are all really supportive and we are all really trying to help one another and and give something back to the profession and that's for me what pfs power is all about absolutely great answer as well and if you were to put together sort of all your experience and success into one piece of advice for either existing or new planners what would that be it's always a big question <laughs> That's a massive question. um so i think the the biggest um most important piece of advice is um that you need to learn to listen um, and when I say listen, I mean, be completely present in the moment, listen to what the client or member of the team is actually saying to you and try and not put your own spin on it. Great advice. What great <laughs> advice that is. No, that's kind of, thank you for that. And um, thank you for coming on. Look, we're looking forward to tuning in over the month of October. 
best of luck with everything that you're getting on with. Let's hope you have loads of book sales. Um, and <laughs> I know we haven't met before in the fresh. I haven't. Scott has, obviously. But it'd be great to, to, to see you soon. So, no, thank you once again for coming on. Really appreciate the time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me.